Did I ever tell you about the time that I uh, went to go and uh, donate sperm? Yes. Yeah. Moving on. Oh. <laughs> well, uh, well. No, there have been there there has been a sperm bank discussion in recent podcasts. Oh, but did I tell you about the most recent time that I went to go donate sperm? Was it between now and the last year? Yes. Okay. Go well, for it. You know, I so I go to the place, and yes. then the nurse, of course, she's like. Oh, I, I'd like for you to masturbate in the cup. Oh, so I was confused. I was like, "Well, I'm I'm good, but I don't know if I'm ready to compete just yet." The cup, the, the competition for like the like the trophy <laughs> is the cup. Is that what you, like the Stanley Cup? Yeah, like the Stanley <laughs> Cup for masturbating. <laughs> oh, that didn't go over so well. So far, so good. For this actual last episode of the year. This is coming out Ooh. on uh, New Year's Eve. Happy New Year's Eve, everybody. New Year's Eve day? Yeah. Or New Year's Day Eve? New Year's Day of the Eve. Day of Eve, Eve 6? Eve by Emery, one yes. of our favorite albums of this year. So much discussion of Emery will be happening over the next two weeks. I guess I can I feel so. it. <laughs> I can feel that we're there, that we love it. I actually was listening to old podcasts from 2016 when I was digesting Emery. Oh, yeah. And I was like... Apparently, back then, I liked them. I liked them, too. They, I, they had some good albums. I haven't listened to them since, so I've forgotten most of everything. <laughs> well, <laughs> maybe I should re-listen to them again. gives me maybe an understanding of Eve. I think by the time we come back from these top songs discussions, we'll have digested already our favorite album of 2019, Amo. Amo. It's, yeah, it's coming out soon. It's coming, baby. Yes. Uh, Fever 333 is coming out. That's all. The, that's the two we need. That's all we need. We're There's done. nobody else needed, right? <laughs> Best album of the year, Bring Me the Horizon. Worst album of the year, The Fever Three Three Three. That's all we listen to. <laughs> man, our our songs next year are going to be very boring. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, man, thank you for joining me on this very <sighs> joyous celebration. It's probably my favorite favorite two episodes to put out we in finally, the year. We finally made it. We did it. We have new microphones for once. First time I in hope. like how many? A couple of years. It's great that we can have our end of end of the year discussion without of, one of us dropping out. Yeah, we have our entire discussion about why an album is the best album of the year, but only Adam's opinion matters. I guess. I guess so. Yes. <laughs> the, According the... to this, this, so this happens every two years. Yeah. Because this happened at the beginning of 2016. It did when I went through, and it happened like. Maybe maybe just six months earlier in like August or July of uh, 2015. Yes, but that microphone though that happened to I got rid of that one, so I started using a second microphone. Because that was the old microphone you used to use during our when we, we were in a band together. You would actually yes. sing into that microphone. I did, and, uh, that, and so that one was no more. I got a new <laughs> microphone, and then it did last us four extra years. Actually, I think that microphone still works. I think it was just the cord that I was that I was using the okay. the, the, the microphone to USB cord. And we mentioned in early 2016 that it'll be about two or three more years till we need new microphones. <laughs> we did it, baby! Exactly three years to the day. Probably. What a what a great way to break in these new microphones! I say. I hope so. Oh, I'm, I'm I'm so hoping that there's nothing going wrong with with this with this recording today because these are these are important ones. Or else we have to redo it and then we push everything back and then we have to talk about Dave's and we have to talk about everybody's <laughs> favorite albums this week, right? Oh yeah, yeah. So we'll do that and then I have my top ten list is completely different now. And then we got Mike's is completely different. And then I mean, to make up for this lost episode, we got to write another blog. Oh god, so many blogs, <laughs> so many blogs, so many formats. I know. Because I've, I've listened to five albums since we recorded our Best Ofs episodes. Yeah. 
and four of them made it into my top 20. <laughs> Do you want to share that right now? or We might just... as well. Sure. I guess I should have brought up my list because I don't have it. Uh, let's see if I can do that real quick. Go ahead, bud. And then we can Don't look at my playlist. I'm not looking at anything. I'd never... I mean, You would never stoop so low. I would never that. want to be that kind of person who doesn't even know how to open his own best ofs list. Um, let's see here. Anyway, while you're doing that, how have you been in the last oh, however man. many weeks I've seen? How you? how have I been? Well, how haven't I been is the real question. I've been Ooh. living with my family for the past thirteen days, uh-huh. <laughs> without going to work or them going to work or do school. You, do you miss or work? babysittering? Where where do I work again? <laughs> <laughs> Where's work, Mike? I ha- I've been off work for like. A week and a half. <laughs> I went. I went to work on this past Thursday just to catch up on some stuff. Oh God! But now I have. Yeah, I'm, then I'm going to work a little bit on Monday before I see you again. Okay. So yeah, I, I've, I've been to work. Like, like it was funny too because I went to work and I was like, "What am I supposed to do again? <laughs> what do I do here? <laughs> what do I do here? I don't want to work here anyway. Anyway, anymore. Anyway. I know. I'm trying to find another job. So yeah, yeah. The kids out of school. The babysitter's off. The wife's out of work. I'm out of work. Yeah. It's weird. Just a bunch of bums. Just a bunch of people sitting around living every, together. Every day is Saturday. Every day. And then you sit around like, wait, what's today? And then like I was looking to turn on the news this morning, and then I realized, oh, the news isn't on on Saturday, <laughs> the local news. So anyway. You did um, it. We've been surviving. Somehow we've all managed to stay alive. Uh-huh. Barely. Barely, yeah. Barely. That's why I told my daughter, get out of my fucking chair. Oh, but she was just like, I'm just being cute in my pink coat and my pink dress. I look like a flower. She's going to a six-year-old birthday party. Again, there's so many six-year-old a, birthday parties. She's a popular girl, man. The, uh, apparently, I've been to so many six-year-old birthday parties. Mm-hmm. This one I'm not going to. Oh, okay. Thank God. Thank, you have better things to do. you got to see these moms at these parties. <laughs> oh, my but God. But you have better things to do. Do I? Yeah. Do I really? I think. I see Okay, you. podcasting is much more important than life. So let's see. Dropping out, dropping of the top out twenty of the top twenty is the Pinsky file. The dropping pin- all the way down to number twenty-three. Yeah. <laughs> so that's gone. Hellions down to twenty-two. Plotting you down to twenty-one. Get out of here. Plotting the worst you. Album to not make my top. Mike's 20. number eight. <laughs> Good Tiger jumping up to t- number twenty. Mm-hmm. Um, who did, who's number sixteen, Mike? Number 16? Who is number 16 on my list? Water Parks. Mike forced me to listen to it. He tied me down. Against his will. He shoved iPod earphones in my ears Mm -hmm. for eight solid days. This was just like the the scene in The Clockwork Orange. It was awful, but with ears instead of eyes. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) I don't know how that worked. (laughs) I just kept putting drops in your ear. (laughs) So I'm I'm officially a fan. We're officially Water Parks fans. I'm I'm an I'm an okay fan with Water Parks. They entered my top twenty. Yeah. That album's pretty good. It's got a lot of ditties. And I was worried that you wouldn't like it because I know you're you're not a fan of ditties. Three particular songs that are terrible. Yeah. Those are pretty terrible songs. (laughs) Which ones are do you know them? Off the top of your head? The track four, track six, and track nine. Is that the one where he giggles at the end? I think so. Isn't that track four? I think that's track four. When he talks about him or the other guy getting into the, or like hacking the phone. Oh yeah. Yeah. That one. Now what was interesting later on, I started to think about this in the terms of him writing all of these, these happy love songs about another guy. Oh, okay. Because there's no way that this is a straight man. (laughs) 
<laughs> as we've discussed. But, you know, gay men could write good music, too. Gay men right? can write hooks, baby. Because why would a Davey straight Havoc. man name his band Water Parks? Yeah. Only gay men like to go to water parks and stare at other dudes. I go to water parks every... Oh, I didn't know that about myself. You stare at other dudes while you're there, don't you? I, th- I think I do. Wow. <laughs> I didn't know that about myself. Thank you Did for you opening my Did you ever notice that there's, there's girls at those parks? There are? I've... I thought it was a men's exclusive club. <laughs> Or we just all get and, and, and bikini briefs. Where, where we all just get close to naked and just kind of rub each other down for a little while, and then we go home. And then we go home to our real lives. It's amazing the way that happens. Well, that's awesome, man. Water parks entertainment made it to your number sixteen. I'm glad that you enjoyed it as much as you seven did. out of ten. Yeah, jumping way up to number thirteen, dethroning mm. bulls for my Valentine. Get out of here! Thank God. But my number thirteen album was Hot Mulligan. Hot Mulligan with Pilot. So That's a good is, choice. Where has this band been, Mike? Why didn't why, why didn't you tell me about them before they became your number something top ten band? As you, if 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 the if you and the listener would remember to me discussing this on our be, on my best albums of the year, yes, briefly because I had of, no, nothing to offer. Lots of shame in my voice because I could have <laughs> sworn that I had given this to you already. It, I I had never heard of them mm. prior to this. Which Friend is, of the show, Dave, recommended it to us. But he, I know he kind of like throws out a lot of he does. albums, so I kind of get lost in all of them. If they don't show up in my Dropbox, Adam relies on me to kind of uh, <laughs> to, to kind of uh, sift through them for him. Sift 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 through the the meh the meh. So I assume this was just another meh. No, it's pretty good, isn't top it? Top ten quality, then t- p- yeah, go for it. Pretty good, man. Um, so eight out of eleven for you. Eight out of eleven. Dethroning bullet for my Valentine. Way all the way down <laughs> to number fourteen. Where it belongs. <laughs> and then we got Wonder Years. And what's this at number eleven? <gasps> it dropped. It dropped it out of the top get ten. Out of, yeah, it dropped out of your top ten. The Amity Affliction. They're gone. Bets be damned. <laughs> so but let's let's jump up and check out my number six right number now, six wow i'm so happy you like this as much as i did the this, meg myers take me to the disco now it ranked very much higher for me mm-hmm. than it did for you yes i mean for you it was like number 18 19 17 something like that it was in the honorables yes yes i fucking love this album doesn't she I'm, have a great like uh like style and tone and great I perspective i agree think. yeah and i think that the two tracks uh that are poor are 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 put in the album for no reason mm. like the last track oh the very weak closer it's pretty it's pretty weak but i f- also feel like it was appropriate because of how dour and sad the album is anyway I so it ends on a sad note we could have just stayed dour and sour yeah. but bombastic at the same time yeah so i was reading about her and all of her 30 year old glory and mm-hmm. she was like on a major label for her first album and then the major label was like do more things that we want you to do and then she was like i can't so Smile i'm gonna write a- and dance for me pretty girl <laughs> i'm going to write a song called numb and i guess i could be numb apparently that song is about her record label yeah and then they dropped her. Yep. And <laughs> so I don't know. This album did not chart very well at all. She's still relatively unknown. Uh, I think I read in an interview that like being on that major label for her, for her first album like really helped her career. Yes. Um, I heard her song. Uh, Erica and I heard her song at the gym. Oh. So I guess okay. as far as like exposure goes, like us just planet- one song. One song, yeah. Okay. Uh, but like, uh, as far as exposure goes, us Planet Fitness members, I know, like, <laughs> are familiar with her music. You're only you're the exclusive members of the <laughs> yeah. Myers Club. So the, her first album like debuted in the '40s, 
and this one was like number one fifty two. Yeah. So I, I don't know. Well, what again, she, she was she's not on a major label, so she doesn't have the marketing. I'm just saying it. there wasn't a lot of people that followed her over. I guess not. Yeah. I'm just saying Ronnie Radke went to number seventeen. Meg Myers, 152. <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. Yeah. But I really, really enjoyed this and to the point where I was just like, I'm I, I'm enjoying this and I'm uncomfortable with how much I'm enjoying it. Okay. Because so, she's a lady? Because she's a lady. Oh. And she's a very pretty lady. She is a very pretty lady. I didn't even, like listening to her, I was just like, oh, she's just some like dikey broad, whatever. <laughs> then, like, dikey broad. Looked, looked up pictures of her, I was like, oh man, does she have to be gorgeous you have the as well? album art too. She's on the album art. I know, but she doesn't like, like that's a very photoshopped picture oh sure and then you see like real pictures of her and you're like oh i get it now i get why she was her label wanted her to overly sexualize herself of course and pretty lady she was like no i can't i'm so numb so she wrote the i'm gonna write write that down wrote the whole song about about being unwantedly hit on yeah because you know i can relate to that what (laughs) (laughs) that's the other part where i was just like why do i enjoy this so much i don't get this well you don't have to completely relate to a song to enjoy it you can still empathize with the with with the songwriter it must be hard and just must be really difficult uh the me too movement adam (laughs) have you learned nothing i've learned so much (laughs) that women don't want to be looked at or touched (laughs) so just leave them alone forever that's, yeah, until they that's re- what I learned. Until they approach you. But still be wary, because then they'll accuse you of rape. They could. That was really mean. I that shouldn't w- have said that. <laughs> Damn it, Mike. You're bringing the podcast to a new low. But anyway, my number six album, everything below that fell down a number. Everything above that stayed where it's at. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Pretty cool. Thank you for sharing that. Did you Did you have any adjustments to your list? No, I've been for the past month, I have been working exclusively on my top 12 songs list. Okay. Because it was... Painful. Painful. <laughs> it really was for me as well, but I didn't realize it until I, I got down to the final 14. Yeah. Trying to figure out where everything goes. For me, it was the final 18 that was <sighs> really hard because I had to finally get rid of those six songs. And I'll I'll share with you some honorable mentions and okay. or shout outs. Um, but <laughs> I, that, that, it'll make sense later. The difference between a shout out and an honorable mention. That's interesting. I like it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> because I have a rule where I get one song per album. So I, I can know. shout out a, a, a song that, that, that also I considered for my time. Okay. We don't talk Semantics. about Semantics. Semantics, baby. <laughs> I'm just glad you didn't have to do that with other lists. Yes. So your top 12, uh, so that, that was a much more of a, uh, of, of a, of a chore, of a chore to figure out because you know I don't believe albums. in one song per list. Yes, so or per album. So uh, you know, I I didn't want artists to be right next to each other on the list. Yeah, but by the time I ended it, it was all fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> so I will get more into that as we as mm. we go through it. Now this is your first time listening to our top twelve uh, uh, songs of the year. Uh, like 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 I just mentioned, uh, I. Um, purposely only choose one song per album to represent uh, for the year, thus the shout-outs. Um, but, uh, but Adam has no such limitation. So no, because this is all... the best songs of the year. Yes. So, uh, <laughs> But I'd, I, if, if, I feel like if I were to do that, though, it would just be like two or three artists. Yeah, so... and that's what I learned this year, <laughs> and that is something I had to deal with inside okay. my soul. All right, so we're going to be listening to all of Brian Fallon's Sleepwalkers and or some other songs strewn about. Strewn. Yeah. Strewn is the correct word. <laughs> There's some strewning. 
Cool, man. So, so uh, is there anything we want to uh, touch upon before we get started? Um, it's been a rough year. Has it? It's been a really rough year. So you I brought don't know. new life into this planet. Still, our lists are like, they're, they're the reasons why the year was so difficult. So is your does your overall list have like a theme or other thematic uh, them, thematic elements to the, why you chose these songs? I don't think so. They were just the best songs. Of the okay, year. for and me, it just they... happened to be that one or less albums okay. uh, took over the rest of the rest of the, the I list. I think it was one album. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, one or fewer albums <laughs> yeah. took over my list this year. <laughs> Uh, okay, for, maybe two. <laughs> for me, while I do feel like these songs are very, very, very strong, they are, I, f- I feel like, the str- the best songs of the year. Um, the vast majority, I'm going to say like 10 of them, kind of represent, and it just kind of so, so happened to to fall this way, that, but they, the, like 10 or so of them like happen to be like songs that I feel like represent me, represent my ideologies, represent what's in my heart, mm-hmm. represents me as a person. And they just so happen to be amazing songs on top of that, okay. As well, so, so and that's how that's actually how I picked some of them off, you know. Um, so when I when I started whittling it down from around like top twenty or so, I started picking at them like, well, this represents me really well, but as a song, it's not so good. So get out of here. So get out of here. Hitler is for us. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you like that band so much. Dude, but. it's great. If you would just give them a chance, <laughs> grow he your mustache s- out the same way as I have. He had some good ideas. There are some good people in that group, like our president says. I know. On There's some sides. good people in there. But a guy who kneels at a football game, son He's of dead. a bitch. So that's why Kaepernick for life yeah. did not end up on your Oh, no, that's one of my worst songs of the year. Okay. Oh, do you have a worst song of the year? No, I never found that worse song. <laughs> there is no point in going back and looking for that. Yeah. Uh, I don't even know what it could be. I'd have to look. Yeah, our listener Dave challenged us to kind of uh, share what our, what our worst song was. And I'm pretty sure for me it's the, that the I Don't Mind song by uh, The Word Alive. He also shared with us what his worst song oh, of the yeah. year was. And it's this weird offshoot Mikey Sawyer auto-tuned monstrosity. <laughs> oh, <that's> <laughs> <right>. <laughs> that was pretty awesome. Oh, that was that was awful. <laughs> I mean, let alone some stuff that was on the Crazy 88 album. Oh, yeah. Like we listened pages, to that this, in the past couple. 300 weeks. pages was, was not a song. I can't even count well, that. And Hannah was like, what? Well, <laughs> they, 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 sure, they sure did try. They tried. Yeah. So anyway. Um, I don't, think, it, I don't think the Crazy 88 album is a terrible album. It's just, it's just kind of... Boring. Let's just say it knocked Black Veil Brides off my worst albums of the year list. Oh no! Oh no, indeed. <laughs> um, I don't you, know. Fallout Boy had some pretty terrible songs on there. They did. Um, Saves the Day had some pretty terrible songs this year, didn't they? <laughs> oh boy, they sure did. <laughs> oh man, I don't know. I could, could pick like eight songs off the Panic at the Disco album. Hey, come Tro- on! Now. Trophy Eyes was so bad. Mm. Both. I am human songs that came out this year. <laughs> so many humans. <laughs> Escape the Fate had literally ten to twelve terrible songs on their album. And one so... from twenty sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> so I, if I had to pick a worse song, it would take me months to figure out. Yeah, but let's not do That's that. That's not going to be something I will enjoy. <laughs> no, let's not do that. Let's let's go ahead and get. I th- I'd say let's go ahead and get let's get started. I will love who I please. <laughs> I am human. 
<laughs> so the the I am human song from the word alive yeah. wasn't as bad as the one you mentioned. Oh no, dude! Because that's that that, that um, I don't mind song is so pedantic and try hard and low effort. <laughs> it's uh, he doesn't mind, Mike. He doesn't mind. He, he doesn't, doesn't mind, mind what I think. I know he don't mind. He He's don't mind. Laughing all the way to the poorhouse. He is <laughs> <laughs> all oh, the way boy. to the Salvation Army tent. <laughs> so, Good luck, Telly. Do you, do you when you printed out your thing? Do you have any uh, honorable mentions you want? To talk I do. About? Okay, I do. cool. Let's talk about those right now, and then I'll go ahead and share my number twelve. Today on this week's episode, by the way, we're going to be sharing our number twelve through seven. Uh, otherwise, this episode will be six hours long, at least. Yeah. So yeah, even figuring out what was going to be like my number ten, eleven, twelve, and then thirteen and fourteen the two that didn't make the list yeah. was hard enough because yeah. you have to like re-listen to it and be like, well, I don't think I like this as much as this and that and this, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's so, uh, uh, number 14, Watson by Brian <gasps> Fallon. I love that song. It didn't make the list. That it was, that's, that's the caliber of songs that, that, that it was didn't the, make the Adam's worst list. of my favorite song <laughs> or songs sure. off that album song uh-huh. or songs. I'm not saying either way that there's Sounds more than good. one Brian Fallon, but I get it. It was the worst of my favorites. <laughs> And then Sakura Blues oh, from the Bless the Fall beautiful album. Beautiful song. That was very close to making my number 12. Beautiful. Uh, I'm speaking of uh, Bless the Fall. Uh, for me, the two songs that I considered but ultimately uh, dismissed were Welcome Home, the, one, the final track, the one that has Rocket on it. Yes. It makes me choke up, dude. It makes I you, it's where you are in life. It's where I am It's children life. singing on a melodic hardcore album. And with that song, the entire Boken family are now honorable <laughs> members of Bless the Fall. Isn't that beautiful, Adam? No. Isn't that beautiful? No. Also, Rocket the song- needs to prove her or himself. I forget if it's a girl or a boy. She's a girl. Okay. Uh, also, Cutthroat, just because I love how <laughs> how aggressive, how, how, I, I love how that yeah. song makes me feel. Yeah. And it just, it, it represents, I, I feel like, some of the best parts of um, Bless the Fall as musicians. It sure does. Like a lot of their previous. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. Are we ready? Is, is that it? Are oh, gonna... so I, I have a lot more to talk about here. Uh, feel Nothing by oh. um, uh, The Plot and You. Uh, just oh, yeah. missed it. Roses for Sharon by um, Mumford and Sons. That was Man. the strongest track, I feel like, on that album. And that I was... feel like it was... A contender for best songs of the year. That was a song I did not care for. On oh, that album. that's that right. One we where I was just like, that. "Well, they had like three good songs, and then there's this song." That was, I think, the most unique on that album, and an album that was so boring and bland. Eight yeah, out of fourteen for me. Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Lotus by Hellions. That was the most circusy, hardcorey song that I heard, and I, I don't I, remember which track that was. Um, it was close head. to the end. Close to the end. Okay. Um, and these are the two songs from Me Without You that uh, did not make my list. Flee Thou Matadors and uh, Julia, Oh Holy Lord, and the Bells of Horses. Yes. Uh, those two, I feel like, are the strongest tracks. And I liked Daniel's Tortoises yeah. uh, track as well. Daniel's Tortoises. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Daniel's favorite song off that album mm-hmm. was Tortoises. Very good song. And I had to go back and re-listen to it and be like, oh yeah, this song's fucking dope. I yeah. made it to my list, but it not The reason why both of those songs, I feel like... Uh, did not make the top 12 were because I think you need to be a biblical scholar to understand anything that's going on. You can make your own interpretations, 
but ultimately I, I even went to lyric genius uh-huh. to kind of li- to, to look up these lyrics mm-hmm. and there's so many like annotations that people okay. have already put well this is a this is a passage uh, directly from corinthians or chapter like what so you were falling asleep while reading what the song was about <laughs> almost well, no not, not so much I, I just felt like well as, as beautiful as this song is i don't feel like it you know, speaks to me as loudly as my top 12. Anyway, <laughs> uh, Misery by the uh, Amity Affliction. That's oh, yes. what their most, I, th- I feel like the most unique song off that album. I, I feel like that is, is I, I think that f- that song speaks to their future direction. I, I look forward to where that band is going next. Just Another Ghost by Hawthorne Heights. Uh, yes. I think the catchiest song off of the Bad Frequencies album. Uh, but ultimately, it, it sounds like Hawthorne Heights. There's it really does. nothing much to it. Uh, uh, a song called "Bad Habits" was that this. was that a single, by the way? Just yes, it was. Was I it saw, the one I that that Dave posted when they did the video of everybody throwing a chair in yes. slow motion? There was okay. there was a chair. <laughs> uh, this, there's a song called "Bad Habits" by this band Nerve. Uh, um, I think our listener Levi recommended that to us. They have a little EP. Uh, that song's pretty good. Uh, soundtrack to "Missing a Slam Dunk." Oh, my yes. favorite song off of uh, "Pilot" by Hot Mulligan. Oh, very, very, very close to making my top twelve. That's one uh, of the three I don't care for. Oh wow! <laughs> this I mean, is going to be that a... album is tough to figure out because it is very samey mm-hmm. throughout the entire album. That was the um, Man Overboard album that I feel like we need now. I guess one could say that you used to be the reason I was happy every day. I love that song. Uh, <laughs> and then these two were like in my top fourteen. Okay. But it finally fell off. Uh, the song "Rejector" by Nothing Nowhere with a shout out to the song "Hammer." Um, so this is this is wait, <laughs> "Rejector" and a shout out to "Hammer." Yeah. Okay. "Rejector" made my top fourteen. Is "Rejector" the one where he's he's talking about lying on the, the freeway. Overpass? Okay. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yes. Very very poignant to yeah. my life. <laughs> very very dark, dark, yes. sad, depressing song. Uh, and it's and. It's my favorite song off of that album, I feel like. Uh, I, I give a shout-out to Hammer because I, I really do enjoy the hook of that song. But ultimately, it's a song about nothing. It's a song, it's a song about, about how great I am. <laughs> you should notice me. But that's probably good in contrast from majority... Yeah. Or from every single other song. It's a good break created. from yeah. from the suicide core. I know. I still uh, don't and then like it. <laughs> finally, very close to making so my top 14, uh, the song Belong by... Uh, excuse me. Uh, by Dashboard Confessional. And that's the song that kind of sounds like Lights and Owl City wrote the music. Mm. Date Chris Caraba. Yes. You belong with me, and I belong with you. But ultimately, it's it's just another love song by Dashboard Confessional. So it, it doesn't break new ground. It doesn't. Well, while it does enough to change up the music style, I don't feel like overall as a song, even that album too. It kind of represents the album as a whole. It doesn't do enough to push the um, him as a musician in any no. way. So, we, yeah, those were my honorable mention, mentions. So Very funny episode when you go back and listen to that review. Yeah. I, I enjoyed our review of that. <laughs> that album confuses me because I love every song in there, but yet I don't. <laughs> but it's still not what you expected. No, I, I expected something to, especially with, with being so far out from the 2009 album, one of our favorites. But um, I, I, I expected something to push in, in an yeah. exciting like, direction. Twin Forks was a really good... In between, it really and was. Penny Black was a really good album, so you just expect something to be really good, and it's just like, well, here's here's some here's some songs. Yes, 
Here's nine of them. I'm, I'm done with nine albums or nine track albums. Yeah, as well. well that, don't do that. Don't do that. It's like it makes put, me put think like, like I'm missing tracks every time I bring that. <laughs> At up. least put a spoken word intro or something. Make it an even ten. And on rare occasions, you make my top ten. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> so, so here we go with top twelve again. Top this 12. week we're okay. going to be doing. We're going to be sharing our twelve through seven. Okay. Um, so let me get started. Do you, you want to go first? I'll go ahead and go first. Right. I got my notes right here. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and say that I have no other reason to love this song other than the fact that it's hooky, fun, and never fails to never. make me dance. Never fails. Welcome yeah. to the show, Brendan Yuri. Oh, cool. You guessed it. Because maybe very foolishly, <laughs> I shared a blurred vision, uh, a blurred image of what my That's top right. 12 list was. Right. Everyone's like, I could guess that right away. I know exactly what that is. But uh, dude, I love this song so much. There's, this song is about nothing, and I, which is one of the reasons why I considered dropping it. I can't relate to this song anymore. Uh, to, to, I, I can't relate to this song in any way. I have no idea what a sketchy girl or a lipstick boy is. <laughs> But goddamn, I love this You've song. You've never met one? <laughs> but this is one of the three tracks I enjoy on this album. Oh, good. So, good on the... Thank you. Okay. Thank you, Elise, for giving me that. I went, I went back and listened to our Death of the Bachelor review. Uh-huh. And there's equally as terrible songs on that album. Not a good album. <laughs> no, something album. about a shopping cart and all that <laughs> stuff. But, but this album took it to whole other levels of cringe. Oh, boy. But this song is fine. This song is good. It's cool. It's a, it's a song really about nothing. It's a, it, it's a song about a, a boy who wants to meet a girl. Wait, this, isn't, this, this isn't the one I was thinking of then. Oh, no. I thought it was Silver Lining. I'm sorry. Oh, that's the opening track. What is this song? The Overpass. The overpass. Is this one of the three still? No. Oh. No. You're so confused. <laughs> you're confusing me and you're shaming me for my. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I can't help but offer my opinion. That's fine. And like, a, like this is my unapologetic uh, top 12 list. This represents my music taste. This represents me as a person. This represents what uh what 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 i'm what i'm all about in 2019 and sometimes i just want to dance baby sometimes i want to get I just my groove to... thing on and it's and what i love about the song too is it's not long it's not a song that overstays its welcome it's just hook 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 slow bridge last hook boom we're out of here baby on to the next hook most of the album was that yeah so it's, it's about 32 really, minutes only. yeah a really brisk album too we didn't have to slow down the bridge here. no he didn't but like drag. when you're dancing you, 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 you need to slow it down. Right? It's all about that balance. As long as somebody's keeping disco alive. Somebody should. Somebody should. Meg Myers keeping disco alive. She just goes to the disco. Yeah. She wants to be taken to the disco. Please take me to the disco. I don't have any boyfriends or friends. So I don't listen to music that's about real life issues. Yeah. It's just about <laughs> going to the overpass. So I and so like I mentioned when I uh, talked about this album in my top ten albums of the year, yes. um, I completely understand if this stuff is not your cup of tea. But goddamn, this song, catchy as hell. I will never not dance to this song. I will never not scream it at the top of my lungs whenever this song comes on my uh, on my music player. Mm, I'm dancing right now, actually. <laughs> Mike loves him, oh, his no, sketchy boys and lipstick me. boys. Oh, oh, stop, stop, stop. No! Okay, good. Not even looking at I saved it, Adam. Okay, yeah, it's okay. You ruined, you, you ruined him last time. I did. <laughs> you jumped right into your number three. So, <clears throat> auto-playing. I feel like my list is going to not have anything to do with fun. 
<laughs> oh, there's a lot of uh, sad boy stuff in my list as okay. well, so don't worry about that. But but for me, at least, there won't be any fun. Okay. No fun to be had. <laughs> I've lived the last eight days with you, my family. <laughs> Nobody's left except the baby for one day. You've had a hard 2018. It's been so a hard knock life for us. So that just jumps me right into... Obviously the best song on this Ooh. album. Both Mike and I agree. But almost almost a comeback for this band in a weird way. Yeah. I know Daniel thought this album was terrible. Uh-huh. And that's fine. For me, it was just like, well, I expected shit. And I got a relatively decent album. With a standout track right here at track four that just is like, what? Look, it's so fast. Mayday Parade doesn't do fast music. On my way here... This was the last song that played before I parked my car. This is It's Nowhere by uh, Mayday Parade. Almost like the best hook in the chorus Yeah, since Lesson in Romantics. Oh, yeah. I'm sure I could find something on the other albums that was just as hooky, but... It's definitely the best song in this album. Yes, by far. And I, I don't know if other people agree with that or not, but no idea what the song is about. Don't care. I don't know. It's all about listening to... Carry Two Hearts. I think it's I think it's I think it's a romantic song. Correct me if I'm so wrong. So fast, uh, fast heart hearts racing. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, so I mean, I did not go and read a lot of lyrics for the songs that I picked up because I just didn't have the time. Oh. I have to live with a family. That's for terrible. Eight solid days, and just you don't have time to do it. My but offer still stands. We have a spare bedroom. <laughs> if you want to go fake your death for a little while, I will do that later. Fake your kidnapping, even Ooh. if you don't want to. If you don't want to commit to the death thing, just fake your kidnapping. Come over to my well, house. Death would work better because then my family gets all the life insurance. Oh, that's good. But then I will be set for the next twenty years. But then I'll get in trouble for harboring a for harboring a, for harboring a felon. Yeah, <laughs> is faking a death a felony? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That's fraudulent in one way or another. I guess so. But either way. I went back and forth with this one and Sakura Blues. Oh, okay. You know, like, which is the number 12 song, and eventually that Sakura Bless the Blues Fall song is a was, beautiful song. It was pretty boring, though, and this song oh, okay. is not boring. So Sakura not, Blues is boring, yet it's, like, in your top 14? It's the best song on that album. Okay. <laughs> but it's more boring than this song. And from here on, there ain't no boring going on. But I just had to say, okay. Sakura Blues and Watson were the were more boring okay. <laughs> than this song was. Again, it's semantics, people. We're not we're not saying those songs are bad. Well, maybe Adam's saying Sakura Blues is bad. I'm not sure. It's all about the feel. <laughs> yeah. Right now, nobody's listening to this and feeling the feel. Yeah. There's no comes. there's no nine out of eleven right now. There's no, no, no. Eight out of tens. But when you're just like by yourself for the first time in days, walking your dogs, and you're listening to "It's Nowhere" by Mayday Parade, you're like, the song's dope. I can I can deal with this. I'm still not sure where this band will go from here. Probably they're going to keep write, on making albums. Yeah, they're probably going to keep stuff. on writing albums, and then they're just going to write one or two really good songs here and there, maybe? Probably. So let's go ahead and, and, and pause this and move on. Let's we don't do need that. to spend, waste time on the number 12 song. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is one of the best songs of the year, but, you know, whatever. we got to move forward. <laughs> I would say, so my number 11 is going to be a few a, times where it's okay to only have one song per album. That's true, right? <laughs> this, is, this is actually one of those uh, instances of my number 11, because uh, you didn't listen to this album. It's right. an album from a band called uh, Heavy Things. Uh, the, band is, the band is called Heavy Things. The album is called Glimpse. You didn't listen to that album because I didn't think that you would enjoy it. The album overall is pretty boring, mm. except when you get to the very last song, 
Low Lives. Oh. Uh, this song. It's kind of like dying in LA. A little bit, right? <laughs> um, this song. Let me, read, let me read what I wrote here. So I love the message of this song. No matter how low you get, no matter how worthless or depressed you get, you are deserving of love too. But you can't rely too much on others to find it for you because happiness and love, whether it's romantic love or self-love, is a journey that you need to you need to find the strength in for yourself. I know it's something that's easier said than done, and I, and, but I really resonate with the message of this song as I hope that everyone I know and love searches that for themselves in whatever capacity that is. And that all, and I do feel like that entire message is is reflected in the three minute or three minutes 54 seconds of this really hooky chorus and really cool. fun verse and this cool little midwest punk uh ditty it sounds like it Most could be of like the album this positive no oh it's it's all dark and then they throw in one it's just kind of no the, the the rest of the songs are just like all right they're, kind of <laughs> they're just they're just songs about whatever uh but the, yeah this song just kind of came out of nowhere and it was a it was a pleasant way to end an album that I just didn't really think that much of. Hmm. Um, okay, okay, cool. I mean, if you're interested in it, you, you, you Mike's might. all about self-love and being loved by himself. I, I, I gotta be, because I can't, mm. I can't be self-loathing, self-loathing anymore. That's right. It's, there's no room in my life for that anymore. And others love him now. Is that pretty true? Apparently, and, nobody did two years ago, three years ago. Well, in my Luckily, mind, nobody did. <laughs> Luckily, someone does. Now. Yeah. More than one people do. More than one people. Yeah, a handful of people do, and that's okay yes. with me. That's all you need. You don't need the world. No. If you needed the world to love you, you'd be Brandon Urie. Yeah. <laughs> My mom believed in me. <laughs> when nobody else would. Look at me now. <laughs> Look at me now, Mama. Oh, we'll get to like the world loving me and stuff like that much, much later. Maybe next week. So I don't. So I, I don't need to listen to this album. I don't think you need to listen to the album. But the if you're interested, if you if you have just like a lull in your music listening week, you okay. might find something else to enjoy okay. besides low lives. But this is a wonderful song, and I love the way it musically it ebbs and flows, right with the positive messages about to come in and strike you right in the heart. The music just swells mm. up, and right here with this guitar solo and. Great and, mm. and little slide guitar, little slide guitar, and like the the way that the chorus is delivered too, you, you feel it. You feel like the songwriter is trying to reach out to everyone listening and, and mm. just wants to try, like fucking love yourself. God damn it! God damn it! You're oh. such an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. Why don't you love yourself, you idiot? <laughs> so uh, we'll go ahead. And, oh, I love that. That's oh, pretty cool. Love that. Love that right there. Sounds like it. It could be a Mumford and Sons song. It could be a Mumford, a Wilder Mind song, a Menzingers and Sons song. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so we got the chorus a couple more times. So let's just go ahead and stop Still it right there. Good. Really good. So did anybody guess your top twelve list based on your your teaser? Nobody sent me a message or anything like okay. that. But like, I'm sure a lot of them they, they weren't that. I'll admit that wasn't blurred very well. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> for some of us who know what the album titles are, <laughs> yeah, or the album artwork, are, yeah, it, it kind of works that way. All right, where the hell is my scroll bar here? The next song is a song that I don't even think I enjoyed so much until the lore of this song through the year kind of carried it like i listened to it i'm like man that's that's a really good song but for some reason this song took on a whole new life and meaning for not just myself 
but for everyone. Lyrics are fun. For everyone that's ever been touched in a beautiful way. Oh. By our friend Brian. Lord he's, Fallon himself. He's, he's not just just some dude that we love his music. He's he's now our uh, our our official friend. Yes. <laughs> he <laughs> loves we've never met him. We love him whether he loves us or not. <laughs> so again, every time I listen to this album, I was never just like, yeah, this is like my favorite song on the album. I am so shocked that this is number 11. Number 11. We are because in for of the lore. Yeah. That this song took on after the album came out. And, yeah. You know, our our subgroup of five to six people <laughs> yeah, <laughs> who discuss this album relentlessly. Um, and then, like, I just kept on listening to it and listening to it. And all the, you know, every single lyric always hits everything with me oh anyway. Oh, my God. It just wasn't in the same way as other tracks did. But then when you listen to it in the context of your best songs of the year... Then you, you hear everything that is right about this oh, song. Oh, of course, man. You got your awesome verse. You got your awesome chorus. Right? Yes. <laughs> and then there's a bridge. The bridge. The bridge. The bridge, baby. Should we, should, we just, should we just stop the song before the bridge comes in and save it? Maybe for later? <laughs> no. Because I... I'm, okay. Spoiler alert, I'm not discussing this. Okay. Apparently this, this song is not. This is a long. This is this. This song was part of a long list of shoutouts <laughs> before I finally chose what I feel like my favorite Brian. Because I know one will end up on here. Yeah. But which one? I can tell. Yeah. Uh, so I, I assumed it was this one because of the lore. But no. It's okay. And it is beautiful, dude. That we get. By the by, the lore. Do you mean? Uh, friend of the show Dave proposed to his wife there's that yeah it was also Daniel's number two song oh, I believe yes that too so and and then Brandon excluded this album from his list because it's so beautiful <laughs> because it was so good <laughs> which equally reminded me how weighted this album was compared to everything else I know like, right we should have just taken this album out and we considered on everything else well, I, I mean like, that was a, that was a strong consideration <laughs> but like we had to talk to him about it. We had to talk about it, man. No matter whether or not one of our mics cut out for most of the discussion of this album particularly. Exactly. exactly. So, it's my least favorite song to make my top 12 list. We'll put it that way. <laughs> okay. Because Watson wasn't on the top. Watson okay. wasn't on there. And even though back in the door I said Watson was my favorite song from this yeah. album. So what is my favorite song? We'll find out in two weeks. It, it might be edited. Or in another week. It might be a chance. It's my least favorite yeah. right now. Uh, <sighs> did you care to keep going? But somehow I never satisfied you. It's always time to go. We saw this song live, Mike. We did. We saw it twice. And I just, I just had my eyes closed, passionately screaming into my hand. Yeah. The whole time. And. Singing with with Do Mr. Fallon, he's not even Brian. He's Mr. Mr. Fallon, <laughs> Lord Savior, Mr. Yeah. Fallon. I have no idea if anybody else was singing along with us. I, I would hope so. I was singing. I think Mike was. Yeah. You know that when somebody's behind you singing songs and you're just like, God, I don't hope I don't sound that bad <laughs> to the people in front of me. It doesn't matter, bro. <laughs> you gotta let that passion out when you're at when you're in front of Lord and Savior Fallon. Yes. You gotta tell. You gotta. You gotta show him. It's, it's your the only time that matters. Yeah, it's the only time. And the curve of my scars, twenty long years away from your heart. Now it wasn't twenty years that they were apart. I don't know what. 
that lyric. Oh, hear, hear the way his, his voice cracks in that oh, final yeah. part. Oh, beautiful. It's like imperfect perfection. It's kind of like <laughs> it, it's it, it's it's actually the re- one of the reasons why I like um what's her name Adele's music so much mm, because her yeah. lyrics are ne- or her her vocals are never um, processed. They're it, that's just pure, and you it's can hear pure. the cracks in her voice. Oh, that's why he sounds so good live. Oh God, yes. <laughs> and you throw in some 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 at last at last here at the end. It's just like man. Like every time I think that this isn't one of my favorite songs, I listen to it. I'm like, why do I always think that I don't like the song as much on this album? I don't know why. I'll this, never know. So it had to go at number eleven. This this Thank song. Good night. Oh, my God. Oh wait, yes. there's still ten more songs. There's a lot more songs on this album. <laughs> I keep thinking that there was twelve, but there's thirteen. Wow. Well, the the other one was the the cover song that he released. That oh, I that's right. Yeah. Can't get the, the, I can't get to play on my iPod. Oh, really? For some reason, it wouldn't transfer over. But did you like download it yourself? You sent it to me, and it wouldn't. And it didn't work. Transfer over. Oh, so I gotta. I only like put it down as being the on this album, so that it would play at the end of the album. Oh, okay. But it never. I never heard it again. Well, then I gotta fix that. It's. It, we'll figure it out. You we told have... me I would have to buy it and spend a dollar forty nine, and I was like, "Fuck that! I'm not made <laughs> I'm of not money." I'm not doing that. Come Even on. I'd probably have like eighteen dollars in iTunes Stupid. credits. <laughs> <laughs> all right man all right I, I'm, I'm legitimately shocked that is so low on your list. like i said for some reason i never think of it as being one of my favorite songs until i listen to it and i'm like what the hell's wrong with whenever me? i think about listening to this album out of james is this is the first one that comes to mind but it's not my favorite song weird right it's so weird okay what so will be weird. your favorite song is yet to be determined well it's definitely not my number 10 because okay. that is reserved for yet another song um, like you said your favorite album Possibly of all time. Yes. So it's like, it. we can't even be talking about Brian Fallon this week. No. No, we're not. <laughs> okay. Spoiler alert, we're not. <laughs> um, but let's go ahead and talk about my number 10 here. Uh, I think you'll recognize this right away. Um, shout out to the song Deadly Conversations, too. Um, while this song is very woe is me and I'm not wrong, she's wrong. Uh, I have to admit, I caught myself singing this song in my head, out loud, uh, a lot this year, purely on the fact of how infectious and hooky the chorus is. On deeper inspection, though, I have to admit that I, too, relate a bit to the feeling after someone breaks your heart that you wasted your love on them. Uh, That's definitely not a feeling that I'm proud of having, but I have felt that a lot over the past several years, especially. Uh, Whether or not you, the listener, agree with that message that the song is going for, I'd still hope that you'd agree with me that the overall aesthetics of the song stays with you for a long time after first listen. Especially that delayed guitar uh, picking that sets the overall mood, gives it like a very dark vibe, I think. And and that that, that plays throughout, too. Uh, It's one of Johnny Craig's best qualities as a songwriter. He does it right. And he does, yeah, he, he writes hooks like no one else. And I mean, the, but this song is so much better than anything on Routine Breathing. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> it's the weird thing. Uh, but this song, of course, is True Colors by Justin Timberlake. Yes. Slaves. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, man, what a, what, a, what, a, what a pleasant surprise when this album. Really good album. This made it into my top 20. Yeah. But not my top 12. Right, yeah. So, but yeah, there was like three tracks on this album that I thought were great. Yeah, do you remember what they were? Oh, God. True Colors. Warning for My Demons was one of them. Uh-huh. This one, oh God, and the opening track, I'd Rather oh, See I'd Your Stars. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, those were those all made it pretty high into my list, but none made my top 
12. Hmm. Yeah, I'd imagine not. This was probably my, my favorite song on the album. Oh, cool. Yeah. This is, it it kind of comes out of nowhere. You're not really expecting it to be this this good. Yeah, because so the first two tracks, they're good tracks. They're really mm-hmm. good tracks, and they start the album off strong. And then this song comes along, and it's like, oh, oh. So this album's good. This album's good. Yeah. You're a whiny crybaby for sure, but <laughs> oh, this song is good. This, and and, and that's, I think that's the strength of this uh, overall album, particularly with the song, too, is that you can disagree wholeheartedly with the context of the album and the and what the songs are about, but still love the songs for what they are. Yes, even though you know he's a dirtbag and he's a dirtbag, he's just being wham, woe is me kind of stuff. Yeah, it's still it's still good music. So we'll keep giving you chances, Johnny. <laughs> yep, we'll keep giving you chances. Just don't steal from your fans. <laughs> Stop doing drugs. Maybe not holding knives to women's throats. Especially not do that. You know that, that was earlier this year, but we've all forgotten about it now, haven't we? <laughs> because this album came out and we all forgave him. Didn't we? <laughs> we are. Uh, we are part of the problem. <laughs> Hashtag me too. Hashtag me too for sure. Yeah, and the song is like structured really well too. And because of the dark, because of the darkness that the guitar, the delayed, the delayed guitar kind of gives it, yes. you, you, uh, when it goes low, it, it, it fits so well. And then when it goes big and bombastic, like with this final chorus here, yes. it, it, it's, it, it's earned yes. too. And it, it, it really, it really, um, it really, um, I guess, yeah, just earns the its spot with um, the way it, 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 it plays with uh, traditional song structure. Hopefully, we'll hear more from them. Not in 2019. 2020? Seemed yeah. like a good time to hear some new slaves. I'd say so. I just... I, Again, I, the people demand <laughs> slaves. I feel like eventually we're going to, like... Get burned out? Burned out from that band. Something's going to happen. Probably. And we're going to... Be like, oh man! Remember when Slaves was good? <laughs> <laughs> remember so, True Colors by Justin my, Timberlake? My number ten is kind of a wild card. Oh, it kind of is like unexpected because this this song is off of an EP. EPs don't count. EPs don't count, except on the top twelve list. When they throw in a track, they're just like, "Holy shit! This song is good." Will this band ever do anything to measure up when they finally release that long-awaited they're debut? Not- their disappointing album. album when they finally release that debut album we'll be shocked and appalled or will we be excited like we were when this song came out and i was just like the song never got bad but kept on growing on me and growing on me and growing on me to the point that mike doesn't even know who this is <laughs> apparently i don't <laughs> but we kept on talking about this because this was this was recommended by dave three song ep by the band Crooked Teeth. Crooked Teeth. Oh, Pastel. Yeah. Pastel EP. This is a good EP. Holy moly. If they could make songs like this, I'll be set. But they're not. I guarantee that right now. Yeah, this is... It, 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 it especially sucks this EP is so short. Because when this song yes. comes on, this is the last song on the EP, mm-hmm. it's like, but, but, but I want more. Give I me more. more. Maybe that was what they were going for? Yeah. But I doubt this band is going to make anything this good on their next, <laughs> on their full length. Carlos, stop. Off. Silly dog. I mean, this is exactly what I would have wanted. I want to hear from a new band. Yeah. To be like, yes, I'm going to, I want to, like, I would listen to this band. to your newsletter. I will subscribe to your newsletter, but I got my track record with EPs and, and, and first albums. So, great verse. Okay, Corpse. The chorus is really strong. But that bridge. 
The bridge. That bridge, that man overboard bridge. bridge. Yeah. <laughs> Bridges make songs, I think. Yes. I mean, we already know the master of the bridge. Yeah. We'll discuss him later. <laughs> but <laughs> Many, many times, I'm sure. But, uh, yeah, I, I put this one on my top... I think I had 53 songs altogether when I did my top songs Ooh, of the year. I had 40. Okay. And this just kept on flying through the ranks. I was just like, I can't delete this song. So I'm going to put it right here at number 10. All I ever do is lie awake and smoke inside my room. Sink into this too and I feel helpless. Oh. That's cool. That's, that's really, really cool. fucking cool. It's nice and to the point, too. Yeah. Man overboard be damned. We're not going to get a new album from them. Until 2019. Maybe. It's going to happen. You got a little, I think it's a little guitar solo here at the end. And then one last kind of okay chorus. And yeah. It ends. Yeah, so, the chorus um, doesn't, like, isn't bombastic at the end, but it, I think it's just enough. We throw around terms like, you know, perfect pop song sometimes. Mm-hmm. But this is just exactly the perfect pop ditty yeah. from a band of probably 20 year olds yeah. <laughs> sitting in their room smoking, talking about how lonely they are, helpless yeah. they are. I'm so helpless, guys. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I look forward to new things from this band, but I'm cautious. Yeah, we might get something from them new, because I think this came out pretty early in the year as well. Perhaps. Yeah. I don't know. But thanks, Dave, for yet another awesome recommendation. Keep them keep keep coming, everyone. I'm glad he recommended that Water Parks band. Yeah. He really he, he really was moved by their, that album. <laughs> I can tell, yes. <laughs> there was something that resonated well that was the entertainment. One, that was the one thing that I took away from Ian Hates Music. <laughs> I know it ended up on Brandon's top twenty. You did, yeah. I don't. I don't think it was top ten. Pretty low on his top twenty, but okay. uh, but still, I mean, it, it's a good album. It's fair. I can't. We can't deny him that. I'm not going to throw any of songs from that album on my top twelve list, but no, you know, it was still all right. You. Um. <laughs> all right, here we go. So <laughs> that no? took me a long time to get used to. <laughs> that, it's it's a hook. little. It's like, a little oh, nasty. And by listen six, I was like, yeah, <laughs> it's all about you. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I guess the blondes are done with fun. You got to remember, he never mentions a gender to the person he's singing about. Yeah. Blonde can be anybody. It could be uh, you. I'm a blonde. You I, are a blonde. I was more blonde in my younger days. Yeah. Like him. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't need to bleach his hair. He's so blonde. He just he just put it whatever color he wants. It's perfect. Mm. Beautiful Your man. Number nine. I've had sex with him. What? <laughs> What? What's that? Well, he's the only man out there that weighs less than you, I think. That's pretty much true, right? <laughs> hey, I work out. I know. <laughs> Number nine. <laughs> Number nine, I uh, I, I feel like, I, I know for a fact, because you, you said this many times, that this wasn't one of your favorites on this album. Okay. In fact, this was an album, uh, this was an album you didn't enjoy as much as me. Yes. Uh, inexplicably. Which is strange. I don't even know who you're talking about. I'm just agreeing with it. Like, yes, so I true. know exactly what you're talking about. I think well, I, I think I was right in my opinion, but yeah, see. this is the final track off of my second favorite album of the year. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and wow, this is like the perfect dance camp and dance song. It uh, throws in elements from previous albums. Yeah, not from this album. That was told <laughs> to me that there was throwbacks to previous songs, and I just assumed it was from this album would you like to hear what I have to have to say about Evaporate by Dance Gavin Dance oh, featuring Andrew Wells of please, Idola please point out the throwbacks because I, I I wrote them down I found one <laughs> okay one of those well we're listening to the whole song something okay something something I do I do yeah. I do oh stress oh stress a blood from my head 
I do. I. So this is a closing right, track. Go for it. Off of my favorite Dance Gavin Dance album, and I feel like it's both a celebration of everything that makes DGD great, as well as a send off, of course. Of the final Dance Gavin Dance album. This song really has sort of finality to it, and although this has been a debunked thanks to an interview with Bring the Noise magazine. Uh, I still think the idea of it being a final DGD song gives it a lot of weight. Not only that, but the song showcases and highlights how seamless the band can go from heavy to progressive to fun all at once. To cap it off, some choice lyrics from the band uh, from the band's past from songs like Surprise, I'm from Cuba, uh, Me and Zoloft Get Along Just Fine from the Death Star album, uh, Acceptance Speech from the album Acceptance Speech, Tree Village from Happiness, Alex English from... I think that's from the Death Star album. I read all the lyrics to this entire album. I didn't pick up on anything except for... You're just not as big a DGD fan, I guess. I do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, but anyway, what a great way to, to, to end such a stellar album from one of the most unique bands today. Be all the, all the bands out there who keep trying to ape their style. Be damned. These guys Stop still do aping. it the best. Stop aping. You wanna see right through my... Again, this is another song about nothing. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna get to the heavy stuff pretty soon. Um, so I think it's just saying we're gonna take a long break. Actually, no. Instead of doing the every two year thing. Actually, that. no. Do you know what Mr. Tillian Pearson just said on Instagram last week? That they're recording a new album. I just got done with my solo tour. Now yes. it's time to record another Dance Gavin Dance album. DGDX. DGDX, baby. Okay. Is this, was this be the tenth? This, this is the ninth, yeah, and then so the tenth one's coming out next year apparently. Which is which gets me worried because last time they last time this lineup released something so close to their last album, we got Mothership, and I wasn't a big fan of that. That's true. In 2015, 2016, and now 2018. I mean, I guess the other guys don't want to do anything else. Where's the next Sion Bar? Where's the next Secret Band? We don't need that either. We don't, but like, I want to keep them busy so they keep the dance, game, and dance stuff fresh. Because this is the only stuff from these guys that I enjoy. True. Except for Tillian's solo work, apparently. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> so good. Handsome garbage. It's <laughs> a good song. <laughs> what, we, what we need is John Mess, like, you know, learning clean vocals. I just want something of a change. I mean, I guess throwing in random guest spots from Idola. Wait. Is that who this that's is? That's Idol, yeah. Yeah. Like, I guess that's good? I think he's, I think it fits really well. And again, it's another... It's, this is another album that, like... Or this is... Well, this album as a whole. I think it's a celebration of what everything that uh, Dance Gavin Dance does well. It's the celebration of the first nine albums. True. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and now DGD10 will take them in a whole new direction. I hope so. Right here. 20. So this... You should have listened to your friends. That's from, um, hey, I'm from, Cu- uh, hello, I'm from, Cu- I'm from Cuba. That's the, uh, the final track off of, um, um, the first DBM one. Uh, DBM one, yeah. Uh, sorry, no Johnny, no notice. <laughs> yeah, right here. I do. That's from Acceptance Speech. That's from Tree Village. Uh, from the, the death of, from happiness which John Ness wasn't on no he wasn't so it's interesting okay. hearing him confusing yeah oh. oh and this is Alex English from the Death Star album you got what you paid for 
I got what you, got what I paid for. Yeah. Interesting. Kurt Travis. Thanks, Kurt. You got what you paid for. So there was four callbacks. There was because like they were layering their vocals. So there was That's actually true. like six. So I just kind of pointed out oh, the obvious ones. Okay. But yeah, really, really good song, and I and, and I think it's a song for, I think it's a song that's uh, uh, celebrates dance Gavin dances music and and their fan base. I think. So I'm thinking that they'll wait until 2020 just so they can start the new decade Please with do. the new era. Yeah, it'll be like January of 2020 or something yeah. like that. 20 XX. That way they can be like, now we're a new band. Everybody will follow along because everybody, all fans of bands, love when bands change their sound all the time. All the time. History has proven that. I mean, they obviously need more fans. So they're going to be trying to appeal to a broader audience Uh at this point. So we'll just have to see what happens. You think that it will be... No, no, no change. They'll keep this sound forever. If if it's not broken, why fix it? (laughs) I guess that is a valid point. But I do agree with you. I I think a change is imminent. Imminent. So my number nine... As I started out. Now, this band was just introduced to me in December. Oh, my God. I made it to the list. Wow. Number nine? Is that right? Let me, let me check the list. I'm not doing any editing. There's no <laughs> editing. That's why I'm going to make sure. Okay, good. It's my number nine. Now, I, I was introduced to this band by one Mr. McCullough. Thank you. Who was introduced to this band by Dave. Thank you, Dave. Who probably was introduced to it by Ian. Thank you, Ian who's introduced to it probably by talking to the band for all we know. Thank you, band. <laughs> so it's full circle. The band introduced itself to us. Friend of the show. <laughs> but this track, I believe, was the track you played when you <gasps> talked about this song, or this yeah. album being your number five album or whatever it was. But this is the song called How Do You Know It's Not Armadillo Shells? Yes. Which doesn't make any sense. It's a single also. And I figured it was the single. But yeah, the song kept on jumping out to me like an evil, evil wormhole, earworm. That's incredible. In such a short amount of time, it jumps so high on your favorite songs. It really did. I mean, I, I, it's it's hard to say where it could have gone with like the the rest of my fifty some odd albums. Uh huh. But I was just like, no, this this song has to end up on my top list. Yeah. And it just kept on getting better and better. It's such a good song too. It's. And this this album too has like its ebbs and flows of like its really fast poppy songs and it's kind of mellow songs like this one. But are we getting too many bands that sound like this? Well, I mean, they're just copying Man Overboard at this point. The, the Man Overboard, the Man Overboard, but they're void. like they're West Coast. Yeah, this band is Midwest. Yeah, I think they're from Michigan. Sure, but but they could still they could still steal another band's style. I think you know? they're from the Upper Peninsula of Michigan, mm. which is where my brother lives now. Oh, it's like negative thirty degrees there right now. It is. That's so, why they're so sad. So I keep on getting more of a uh, tiny moving parts ish vibe. Yeah, a little just, bit. I, I still feel they. It like, does have that uh, Heartland punk kind of sound. And yeah, just in the, the that midwestern vocals. kind of pop punk emo revival whatever Canadian yeah. softball kind of thing mm-hmm. so that's where I'm, I'm like are we getting too many like Mooseblood uh, had this kind of vibe with their first couple of albums yeah right? maybe, maybe so but I, I don't I don't I don't think we're at as of this recording I don't think we're at the point of oversaturation yet and Mooseblood like wrote a lot of songs about cigarettes this year according yeah. to Daniel 
<laughs> yeah. This album has a lot of cigarette discussion as well. Yes. <laughs> but then you remember that when you're in the Midwest... That's the only thing you th- have There's to nothing do. else to do except smoke things <laughs> and stay inside all the time. Apparently they don't have the internet over there. <laughs> Not yet. Nice brisk song, too. Like, all of these songs yeah, are like super like two, like low two, threes. Three. Yeah. So I do enjoy me a fair amount of this hot mulligan. And, now, it, and again, it's another, it's another album that's just like... You're in and out, but you, mm-hmm. you're going to enjoy all half an hour of it. I don't, I can't foresee myself enjoying this band into the future. Like, I just feel like they're going to be a two or three album band, and then, like, somebody's going to do something to get in trouble for touching a girl, and they'll be gone. It's the circle of life. It's the circle of life. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I agree with you. This, this, I don't, I, I don't think this is, this is going to, be one of those bands is going to be like our ult- one of our time favorites going forward. But you know, I'd like to believe it. But all these prove us wrong, Hot Mulligan. They're kind of burning out before they even get that chance to make like their artistic shift. Yeah, you know, because they're just banging teenagers too much, I guess. But we'll see. We'll see. All right, Hope for the best. So winding down for the end of this week, we've got uh, my number eight, number and eight. Uh, I'm I'm actually. I, I don't know what you're going to think about this song, because I know... I hate it! Oh, Wait. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. Uh, but uh, this, was an, this, this, this is a song from an album that you and I didn't quite so much care for. Oh, But I... Okay. I, wow. I, I The song struck a chord with me, and it stuck with me okay. from the moment I listened to it for the first time. <laughs> Usually, this is like a setup for something terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see some naked dudes! <laughs> no, none, none of that this time. Oh. Do you not you like? Keep this song? on defending this song, Mike. Do you not like this song? No. no. Well, wait. No, the song is fine. This is one of the three. Okay, one of the three. Something bigger than this. You defended this song Trophy all Eyes. year long. I did. Shout out to uh, "You Can Count on Me" and "I Can Feel It Calling." Um, this song struck with me from the uh, moment. Trophy Eyes. Oh. Yeah. Uh, from the moment I first heard it. At first, it was because of the infectious and singable chorus. But after a deep dive, I discovered that the song is about a tragic event that John, the lead singer, witnessed during uh, a quick run to the grocery store. The song is about damage that loss can leave behind to people, to the people that love you. It's about the unseen scars that are left behind, like a picture that needs to be taken down because the memories are too painful. So and what, fi- what was the event that happened? Uh, he went to the grocery store to buy some bread, and at the train station, uh, he's, he noticed the commotion. And some kid just killed himself and, uh, and, and jumped right in front of the train. Oh. Is so it autobiographical? Was, huh? Or is it just... Yeah, he wrote it at post, post-mortem, after he died, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it's like a real story that he experienced? Yes, that was just something he mm. experienced. Because uh, he didn't mention that in any of the documentary footage that I've seen. <laughs> and we were in the documentary. I know. So I'm just saying, are we sure that this, this was stated just... In a, this was stated in an interview that I read. Okay. Because uh, that's pretty tragedy... Like you talk about it all the time. Yeah. So the song itself is about like the per, from the per, what loss can do from the perspective of the people who you left behind. Mm. And I think it's a powerful message too. Stop killing yourself in front of me. Yeah. Exactly. Ruin my life. Uh, and finally, it's about realizing that there's more to life than the pain that you are feeling right now. I believe that the cor- the chorus has a dual meaning for both the survivors of loss and the ones who are lost themselves. My favorite line is from the bridge here. Golden boy. Tiny paycheck, big ideas, and broken heartstrings. Waking up in the same old skin, it ain't easy to believe that we were born for something bigger than this. It's not always easy to, to understand that your Jesus. life has meaning. It's not always easy to fi- 
to figure out that you, you're gonna get past this one day and you're gonna move on to go do great things. But you, that's it's all up to you though, you know. But then you remember you live in Australia. Yeah, Australia kind of sucks. And there's a lot of depression there. A lot of depression there. Everything could kill you. In Everything Australia. there's like giant spiders trying to eat you every giant day. Giant trains. And you can tracks. only drink beer. That's the only <laughs> beverage yeah. there. They don't believe in water. Right. So I mean, it's just inevitable that mm-hmm. it's going to happen. But it's going to affect a 24 year old man. If it you is. Kill yourself in front of him. I can write a song about you. Trophy eyes, the smallest, smallest forehead in the scene. I'm just saying, <laughs> if you really did experience that, it's like every song would be about that. <laughs> I guess so, but it, it, maybe, maybe because it was a stranger, that's, you know. Maybe uh, you're just like, oh, that sucks. Poor stranger. Yeah. Doesn't he know he was destined for bigger things? No, that's what the song is about. It doesn't matter if you don't know who the person is or not. Why didn't he know that? It took me to point that out. Why weren't you a fan of my band? <laughs> this was why I, I would have to told change. you this. I had to change to more hope core elements. Yes, exactly. Than death core. <laughs> oh, man. There is hope. Yeah, so I, w- I wasn't sure if that was one of the songs that you enjoyed. Or I not, enjoyed that song. Yeah. I didn't know the meaning behind it because I didn't jump into it well, now as you much know. as one should have. Well, now you know. So this next track. I guess we could we could. Uh, I'm not gonna say it's hope core. <laughs> There's, it's all hope core. It's all hope core. In when the lights go out. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this next song, I mean, I already talked a little bit about how Etta James had its impact on me. Uh-huh. Where I'm always like, you know, I, I never th- think about that being my favorite song on this album. Which is why, but then you listen to it and you're like, damn, that song is fucking good. So it needed to end up on the list. So the same thing kind of happens with this song, where it's, damn, that I don't think about this song as being good until I listen to it, mm-hmm. which is always weird. How does one have that kind of connection to a song? Because if this is the album that I'm thinking it is, and this album is super weighted, and it's every song is your favorite song. But isn't it kind of weird that something like that would happen? Yeah. And you'd be like, you'd be like, oh yeah, that song, but I just don't know why. I don't know. I think I know what you mean. <laughs> but I'm just causing more effect more than anything because this is the title track off the sleepwalkers now you've already you're already halfway through the album by this point yes (laughs) (laughs) through through the slog of the slog yes (laughs) if that's what you want to put it yes and then you enter into some horns and it's like whoa where the hell did that come from and 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 coming off of uh painkillers you hear horns and you're and you're like, oh no, oh no, we got some we got some mojo hand coming on. But the horns go away. Horns go away to a beautiful just back and forth with some some, some keyboard there in the background. Like, mm-hmm. Hey, we haven't heard any keyboard with Brian Fallon. Not not not, not a since lot. Horrible Crows. Not a lot. Yeah. The horns come back right at the last chorus too. It's beautiful. Yeah, and. You just, when you're, this is a simple chorus, right? It is. It's not like it's bombastic. Nope. It's not like it's, like, lyrically, I don't know, super deep? You take that back. <laughs> is it still? <laughs> but when you sing it, you can feel it. Yeah. When you're in your car by yourself, or wherever you are, but as long as you're by yourself. Yeah. You can't be with other people. <laughs> ever. <laughs> You you feel it and like there's this the, this song feels like it's the most simple of all of the great songs. Sure, on I mean, this album, I mean, right? most of the songs are just in four four timing, and 
and it's it's very simple song structure, verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, chorus. And then when you start to listen to the lyrics, you're like, oh god, these lyrics mean everything to me. Yeah. <laughs> Just like some of the previous songs might have. Yep. I don't know, whatever. And and like, oh, I fucking love singing this chorus, and it's so simple. Shout out to the song uh, Sleepwalkers, which did not make my top twelve. Uh, top okay. 12. So your list is once again flawed. Very flawed. Slightly flawed. <laughs> But then we um, wouldn't get trophy highs, Adam. We wouldn't get trophy highs. We wouldn't get trophy highs, that's true. But then we have a nice little a little dropout bridge here. Mm-hmm. Perfect bridge? It's close to perfect. Okay. There's he's another done perfect this, bridge. He's done this so many times. But I... But not oh, that kind of dropout, right? I think a piano in the background. Yeah, I think you're right. A little falsetto? Simple. Waiting on the fireworks. Where's my fireworks, man? I'm still waiting. It's coming. Oh, it's man. coming. It's I, right here. I, I usually hate those kind of build-ups anywhere, but he does it right. Here, come, here, comes, here comes the horn. Here comes the horn. It's, it's tuning up right now. So, again, I always forget about this song until I hear it. Yeah. It's like... Because every song is your favorite Why song. Why do I forget about this song yeah. being as wonderful and magical and perfect and simple? Yeah. Etta James is not a simple song. It's emotionally complex. And Even in the lyrics, because it's about, like, I love exactly. you so much. Exactly. You may not know that. You may be in love with somebody else at the moment, Maybe. but I love you so fucking much. So that's that's the comple- complexity of that song. But this is, like, a simple song. It is. That is perfect. Simple yet beauty. So sometimes the most beautiful things in the world are simple. Some would say. Ugh. I don't know what's up with my iTunes. Yeah, something's wrong with the speakers. They keep, like, jerking out a little bit. But I I, I think we'll be fine. As long as as the audio is not dropping out. So that was my number eight and the second, maybe final, appearance of Brian Fallon on my list. Maybe. For this week? I'm just saying. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna spoil anything. <laughs> Perhaps it was the final time we're gonna hear from that. Bro, you put Etta James at number eleven. There's a lot more Brian Fallon coming up soon. All right, so I think this take is, it away. I think this is the last song for this week. I think seven. Number seven. Uh, so this is a song. Again, uh, this comes from an album that uh, I, I I fell in love with. This album, like hardcore, as soon as I heard it. You not so much, in which which perplexes me. Well, um, you know, Escape the Fate it just wasn't a good album. Well, year. you know what? I beg to differ, Adam. I beg to differ. <laughs> I'm glad that you finally listened to it after we recorded so you can fully <laughs> understand it. Are you human? Because I'm human. I don't know anymore. <laughs> I might be. I'm not sure. If um, Craig is human, I don't know what any of us are. <laughs> shout out to the song uh, The Descent, but this song is uh, definitely my favorite song off of this album. It's the title track off of this album. Um, when I saw this band live uh, a couple months ago, they closed with this with Ooh. this song, and rightfully so, because I think it's the most powerful song off of the album Survivors, which is the song Survivors by the band The Horizon Line. Oh, yes. <laughs> so it's a divisive album amongst the two of us for sure, but I really love the album Survivors, and especially the title track. The overall album tells the story of someone who is trapped on an island and is doing all they can to escape. With the song Survivors... The narrator is ready to give up and die on his island prison, but continues to press on despite the hopelessness of it all. When I had the pleasure of seeing the band live earlier this year, the lead singer said it best when the band closed their set with this song. This, is, this song is about finding the strength to go on, 
when all you want to do is fucking die. Well, it is. It's, it. I feel like it's a powerful song, and it it does have that you know progressive metalcore kind of song, but it uh, that sound, but it doesn't have the pretentiousness. I feel like a lot of those bands mm. kind of carry when they do like a progressive metalcore thing is. Um, lyrically, a lot of passion coming in through the, through through each and every line, and, and, and I can't hear the passion. Is there, is you there passion there? Is there? Is there I'm kidding. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying. How do you scream and not have passion? Well, I, I've heard it. There's a lot of there's a lot of screamers out there that are just scream and just he's, scream. He's feeling the passion. Yeah. That's the most important thing. Yeah, and and if you feel it, that's that's, that's the main bonus. part of a of a concept album too that you need to portray out. Like, why why am I going to buy into your concept if you, the songwriter, are not delivering it properly? I like this and song. This song is great, bro. This song is very good. Oh, this song is good. It might be my number six. I don't know. We'll see. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, this is a long song too, so we're not gonna we're not okay. gonna sit through the, the entire thing. But the way also when it goes down, when it goes back into the bridge, and then there, and, it, it, and the music drops out, and it's it's almost sounds like the song is done, but that kind of adds to the dreariness of the situation that the, that the narrator is going through. That's good. And um, yeah, I love and also love the dichotomy between the, um, the the verses and the chorus, where the chorus. It's about lighting a fire and continuing along on hope, but the the verses are just like, why even bother? I'm just gonna die here. No one's gonna find me. I'm done. And uh, you also asked the question too when I talk about this album in my top ten. Does he make it off the island? Well, (laughs) the answer will surprise you. The answer is ambiguous. (laughs) (laughs) The answer is we don't know. The answer is it's up to your own interpretation because he. Because the narrator talks about how he's finally free, because he's he, he finally builds his boat and he's gonna go um, right. seek it out and, or seek out civilization. But there's a storm, oh. and uh, so he, he 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 declares at the, at the end of the song that he's finally free. Is he oh. free from his island prison in death? Is he free because he found a, a tribe of indigenous people? Who I'm knows? I'm gonna go with death. Probably death. It probably, it's more badass. I'm just saying, if he makes it back to land, he's not free. <laughs> <laughs> he's free from his island prison, baby. I guess. Let's go ahead and stop it right there. We're at 3.30 right now. But right. yeah, uh, if, Long if, song, long album, but still a good song. It's still a great song. Deny it's, it's, that. it's the strongest song off of Survivors, for sure. And that was the song that uh, actually introduced me to them while I was building oh, that uh, Spotify right. playlist. You're just like, I think this song is great. This song is going to stick with me all year. All year long. Well, hopefully we hear more from the Horizon Line, because I'm still interested in hearing from them as a I band. would love to hear more Horizon Line. They're busy being adults. Well, who told them they could do that? I didn't give them permission to. I, we got to stop interviewing these bands that aren't already, <laughs> like, bands full-time. Right. Don't you think? <laughs> so there was one other album. Oh. That's <laughs> not it? <All laughs> that wasn't right. it. I didn't do that out. I double-clicked on the artist, <laughs> not the... I'll make a note to edit that out. (laughs) It's okay. There was one more album this year that weighted everything else out of nowhere. So I'll just go ahead and pick a song off of it. The song. The song that always helped me to also introduce. Like This was track two on this album. Yeah. But after you are introduced from track one into track two... You are ready for one of the most unique, great, my favorite Mistern 
pop punk outfit uh-huh. that sounds like nobody else, in my opinion, in a good they, way. Yeah, they are they are pretty unique in their sound. They have they have they have just a unique enough twang. Tiny moving parts, of course, with the song smooth it out. It's a weird thing with this album, where it's it was so difficult to even pick the songs that I liked. Oh yeah, more than other songs because like the album is so consistently good. Yeah, that you never like get bored. So like, like okay, no, which songs are the better ones and which ones are not the better ones? Mm-hmm. And it's like, I mean, they're all good in their own way. So, but this song was the worst of the good ones. The worst of the good ones. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Dare I say? Sure. And I don't know. It's just, this is smoothed out, by the way. Yes. Track two. And I love that this is like Canadian softball, but not a joke. I know, in the best of ways. Now, I'm sure there's other bands out there that sound like this, but is anybody doing it? Not as well. As well. Yeah. I mean, Hot Mulligan, sure, came close, but they're, Hot not, they're not this like consistently up-tempo and yeah. like, fun Hot to Hot listen Mulligan's to. Hot Mulligan's doing their own thing, and they're they're not as bombastic, admittedly, I guess. But uh, I don't know. Just, I think that I think the Hot Mulligan album like spoke to me more than the Tiny Moving Parts album. And this band, like you, it's fun to see their evolution because even through their dynamics, yeah, so much more interesting. I'd say so on this album than on the previous ones. And I mean, yeah, the Hot Mulligan is nowhere close. You got your your Moose Bloods and your Law Disputes yeah. and your things like that. Like they all have their their sounds, but. This one's like the most fun to listen to out of all those bands. It is, yeah. And and it's not like dowerly, dowerly depressing it's not. either. It's, it's got its sad moments. I read too. the lyrics and I was like, well, those are lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> those are words to a song. Right. There's nothing deep about them. It's just like we got we, we know how to write a good pop song by the fourth album. Yeah. I mean, Celebrate was good for what it was. But I guess nowhere near where this album yeah. came to. Um. But yeah, at, the, at this point in track two, you're just like, well, h- how is it going to get much better than this? But boy, does this album continue to climb. It, 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 it continues to impress you with each song. Like, well, that, that, mm-hmm. that was a great song. It's probably my favorite song on that album. Oh, wait. This song is also <laughs> great, too. This song will also be my favorite song. Uh, should we album. also share uh, Dave's favorite album of the year? Dave's number one album yeah. of this year. So He, he was nice I, enough to, ba- to make a little top 20 countdown video for us to watch. Yes, that was That was awesome. very fun. And I don't know if... It was his idea for us to listen to this, or if it was Daniel's, because they're both relatively big it was fans. Definitely Dave. Okay. Yeah. I know Daniel said he did not enjoy this album as much as Celebrate, mm-hmm. which is like what? But that was anyway. pretty dope. There you go. Oh, I love, I love, Track. I love when it's done well. A band that just drops out. I know, and I can listen to that album backwards and forwards and never get sick of it. Yeah, so. that's a that's a great album. You just put that album on shuffle mm-hmm. and then just. Enjoy the cat. Enjoy, enjoy the cat out of it. it. Maybe I'll get sick of it someday. <laughs> not, not today, yet. baby. So that's the end of week one. Week one We're there. is done. So let's see. We'll be like well into football playoffs. Oh, okay. So by the time ne- uh, the next episode comes out. Nice. Both my teams made the playoffs, Mike. <gasps> Can you believe that? Your, Remember when I made my... Your my bet <laughs> is still valid. <laughs> well, they did not get the number one spot. Oh, so there's just in the playoffs. Yeah, okay. the, the, the Saints officially got the number one spot in the NFC. And by the time this episode comes out, then we'll we'll know at least what the playoffs will look like. Okay. By the time the next episode comes out, we'll be one weekend. Well, but by the time the next episode comes out, it'll be 2019. It'll be the first episode of 2019. What a better way to start the year than with the countdown that we 
you and I anticipate all year. And we will total up our, our bets. <laughs> when will we do that, Mike? When will we do that? <laughs> we already did. And it was not even close. It was hilarious. But uh, sometime this, uh, but sometime in January, maybe early February, depends on when you have time to get together. But right. we'll have to do this, the skinny draft special. Yes. Uh, we'll gonna, explain gonna, that another day. We'll explain that uh, probably. We'll, we'll explain that next episode. How about okay. that? Because we need to just, like compile a list of yeah. bands who are going to release albums. This I'm going to say we'll, we'll make a list of 25. Uh, wow. we'll, we'll make that list together after after we're done recording um, next week's episode. Okay. Speaking of next week's episode, please, please, please tune in. Uh, I mean, I'll know what Adam's number one song is. <laughs> He'll know what mine Will is. Will you? Will you? No, I mean, by the time <laughs> this episode is done. I know. For the kidding. listener. <laughs> just kidding. You Adam's have, just not going to tell me. You will forget. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be so boring of a choice, I won't even remember. Uh, but yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this, uh, ep- this this episode. Please, please, please stay tuned uh, for next week's episode. We got some, we got some zingers for you. Zingers. We got some zingers. We got some emotional Brendan. moments. Uh, Mike will probably cry because well, there's a there's a song that's coming. Got tissues. Yeah. Well, they, we got tissues. Yeah, right there. Yeah. And that song hasn't been discussed yet. How do you know? The song that makes you cry. Oh. Okay. Like because like, you, it's got to be a Brian Fallon song. How do you know that? I'm just guessing. You don't know your number me. one album of all time. I'm just, I've been racking my brain you since you told me this. And I'm like, which? Because you you said on the number on the top episode, yeah. Like I'm not going to play a specific song because I'll oh, probably yeah. cry. And I'm just like, God, I'd love to know which song it is. <laughs> like I've, that will forever be embedded in my brain. Oh for boy, the rest of time. Yeah. Well, you know, you'll probably find out next week. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Goddamn. Slash in a couple minutes. Yes. <laughs> uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode, uh, and I hope the microphones well too so we can hope yeah unless then you guys will owe us more money for microphones yeah we're gonna we'll blame it on the fans we're gonna start a patreon <laughs> so adam as we say every week on the skinny with mike and adam cricket, cricket. he's at a loss <laughs>